Today is the third session I'm going to do on the confession of faith. Confession I believe there is a, a, too much power in the confession of our faith. What types of effects confession of our faith will have on our lives? Last Tuesday in our prayer meetings, we remember different men of God and their confessions of faith. Elijah, Elisha, David, David, King Abraham, Abraham, Joseph, Daniel. We did a study on different men of God and we studied how they confessed their faith to God. And we are going to do a study on the life of Paul at one point on my but before I go uh, into studying the life of Paul, I want us to see what are the positive effects of confession of our faith When we confess our faith, our faith starts growing. We can't, uh, it's not enough for us to have faith in our hearts only. We need to express our faith outwardly as well. And the word of God says that you have to have faith in your heart, but at the same time, you have to confess it with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and that's when you will be saved. When we uh, basically confess our faith, we express our faith outwardly, and that's when our faith starts growing more. Uh, the Bible says that our tongue uh, is like three things. In Jacob chapter three talks, James chapter three talks about. Uh, the first thing. Ուզում <speaking in Hebrew> In verse 4 says, look also at sheep, although they are so large, it's like sheep. 
And it's led by that. And it says that the tongue is like a fire that can burn forests. Uh, and in verse 3 says that uh, indeed we put bits in horses' mats that they may obey us. And tongue is like that bit in the horses' mouth. Why is our tongue like these three things that we talked about? Because all three of them are controlling other things. Because through three of them, you can lead the forest, you, the horses, and you can move them forward. And the word of God says, our tongues is, are small, but they are very powerful. When we speak about tongues, we always think about negative sides of our tongues, but it has got positive sides to it too. Once the king told his cook, please make the nicest possible dish for me tomorrow. And he made him this tongue dish. It's a dish and the king told his cook, uh, okay, you made me this dish. The day after, you make me a nicer dish, uh, the worst dish, sorry, the worst possible dish. The cook again cooked him like this dish called tongue dish. So how come the king asked his cook, how come you cook me the same dish every time I ask you, both for the best possible dish and the worst possible dish? He said because both good and evil things come out of our mouths, our tongues. And the word of God says that the power of life and death is hidden in our tongues. That's why it's very important what do we express through our tongues. What do we say? What do we confess with our tongues? Sometimes we think our tongues are not as important. But sometimes this to our tongues can bring a lot of disasters in our lives. I know of some non-Christians who uh, express evil words through their tongues. And when we ask them, why do you use these bad words? And they tell us, don't look at what comes out of our mouth. We have got very pure hearts. We have got good motives. Our hearts are as pure as, a, as glass. It's only our tongues. 
But this is not how Jesus commands us. Jesus says, whatever uh, you think in your heart, you express it outwardly through your tongues. So when we do good confession of faith, what's in our hearts starts spreading out and growing. Uh, the other effect of good confession of faith is that it sets us free from different captivities in our lives. Uh, it makes all the walls around our lives fall apart, the good confession of faith. As you remember, the walls of Jericho came down when uh, the nation of Israel walked and started praising the Lord. I believe in silence and I believe at times when we come to God's presence in silence there is so much blessing in that but I also know that when the Holy Spirit starts working in our lives, we can't always keep silent. Something happens in our hearts. And if something happens in our hearts, we experience that. It expresses itself outwardly. And we start shouting and confessing our faith. We start expressing our emotions. And this is not a type of hypocrisy. But we are expressing what comes out of our hearts. When Jesus entered Jerusalem on uh, the day called Hosanna, people welcomed him by shouting and singing songs of praises. Uh, Pharisees who were very legalistic people told Jesus, please ask them to keep quiet. They were complaining about the shoutings of people. And Jesus said, if they keep quiet, the stones will start shouting. Our problem is that we keep quiet a lot in God's presence. Even when there are times for prayer, we don't express our love outwardly to God. And even our quiet times are a lot, we are a lot in a, uh, we keep quiet a lot in God's presence. And this won't help us a lot. Silence is good. Keeping silence in God's presence is good only when we want to hear God's voice. The word of God says there is time to keep quiet in God's presence, but there is time that we have got to express our love to him. 
Sometimes I get out of the house and go to a place where there's no one and I start shouting to God. And that has helped me a lot. And I feel quite free in God's presence when I start expressing and I encourage you to practice that as well. So many times in Psalms it says that sing songs of joy and shout to the Lord. And it's good if you practice this in our lives. I know that English people by nature are more serious looking than Americans, for instance. But when they watch very exciting football games, they are usually expressing their emotions. I think English people are a nation who show their excitement when they watch football a lot. But I think we should express our joy and excitement for God's presence outwardly as well. And this is something that requires practice. The other positive effect of like confession of our faith is that it helps our minds to be more settled, not to be confused and wander around. Our thoughts are more controlled when we start confessing our faith. One of the problems that we have is that uh, our thoughts are wandering around a lot to different things. Even when we start reading the word of God, our thoughts are scattered to different places. And when we express our, uh, when we confess our faith and express it outwardly through our mouths, that's when like our minds and our thoughts would be more settled. When you start speaking about a topic, you can't think about anything else. And you start thinking about topics or subjects that you are talking about. So I am encouraging you to be focused on something by expressing your, uh, what's in your heart outwardly so that your thoughts can be more settled. Martin Luther Someone asked Martin Luther, uh, are you pastors not thinking anything evil? He said, yes, sometimes we think about evil things as well. And said, then what's the difference between someone like you and us as ordinary people? And his response was that there are so many birds who fly above our heads, but we don't let them nest on the top of our heads. If you want to overcome all these scattered thoughts who are wandering around, the best 
uh, weapon is to express the uh, confession of our faith through your mouth. And this will help your thoughts to be more focused. I think you need to practice this a lot in order to understand what I mean. And the other benefit of the good confession of our faith is that we come out of our own world and we can experience the joy that God has got for us in store. Why do we feel despondent and disappointed a lot? Because we are very much thinking about our inner world. We are very much focused on our own thoughts. And we are worried and anxious about different issues. And we really need to be set free from all those disappointments that we experience. So we need to confess our faith so that we can get rid of those anxieties and disappointments that are captivating us at times. Paul and Silas did the same thing when they were imprisoned. In the difficult circumstances Paul and Silas were, they started praising the Lord. And they were confessing their faith to the Lord to the extent that the prison guards could hear them. Their voices were so loud that other prisoners could hear them as well easily. If the whole time they were concerned about different thoughts they had and different issues, if, if their thoughts were occupied with their own issues, they would feel disappointed. A few days ago I was stuck in a, a traffic which was caused because of an accident. And people didn't feel happy at all. When I looked at the people around me who were also stuck in the traffic, you could sense they were complaining and they were not happy. And I was like them as well. And one point I told myself, you're able to change the circumstances. I started singing. I didn't feel like singing. I wasn't feeling positive myself. I started confessing my faith. In the beginning, I found it quite difficult. But I kept on doing that. I continued doing that. I started praising the Lord. I lifted my hands up and started thanking Him. I felt people were amazed at what I was doing. And someone even told me, are you okay? Do you need help? 
I felt such a deep joy in my heart. Vor et jamanak zgatsim amena yerjanik martne mes ampoch mekenavarneri mech vor tegen. I was feeling so happy to the extent that I felt I was the most fortunate person. Yev shat indiokmetetik. And this helped me a lot. Kitek esti pokrorinaker. This is a very small example. Bait bait yete nuim pana menk amen vat paymanneri mech anek karogek mer paymanneri pokhenk. But if we have such a positive attitude in difficult circumstances, we are able to change those circumstances as well. I want to remember a few confessions of faith from Paul in the next few minutes we have. We had did a, did a study on the lives of other men of God. The confessions of faith of Paul are such a blessing, great blessing to me. He confesses her, his faith in different aspects of his life. For instance, what does he say about the word of God? Yes, God's custom, Rosetanel Karoa Kotsas, Heshtensram. Asume Romiatit make us vets for yes. Astuzo Christosi Avetan, Amo Chemhamarum. It says in Romans 1 16 that I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Vortev Astuzo Zoruchun Nesta. Because it's the power of God. Ameni Hamar were Havatandra. For all those who believe in him. That's a Kishtabananke. It's such a beautiful confession of faith. He says, I believe and I confess that this is the word of God. And he confesses that preaching the word of God to others is a, is a privilege for him. And he says, I'm not ashamed of preaching the gospel. And he expresses that loudly. And I'm sure that confession of faith would assist him a lot. In 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 12, it, he says, he says, I'm sort of privileged in going through different difficulties in my life. Because I know who I believe in. And he says that I believe that he is able to uh, keep what I have entrusted unto him. He says, I know whom I have believed. This is a confession of faith. What type of confession It shows his trust in God. He had, such a, he had fully trusted his life to God. And he knew in every circumstances of his life he could put his trust in God. 
nice kuskaset. He said the same thing when he was imprisoned. Heto ira ira hokevor mahvan masmin che tavanum. What is the confession of his faith about his spiritual death? Asume kagatatit yegrort kruk san hamara. Yes, Christosi het khachpetsa. In Galatians 2:20 says I was crucified with Jesus. But I am still alive. It's interesting. Yes, says, I was crucified with Jesus. But I am alive. Says, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me and the old nature was died with Christ. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It makes the same confession of faith in chapter 6 of Galatians, verse 14. It says, But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Are you suffering a lot from your old nature and from the people of this world? What is the solution for that? Every day you uh, tell yourself, I tell myself every day, Edward, you were crucified Edward with Jesus. You were crucified with Jesus. You died to this world. Edward, Edward, your old nature was crucified with Jesus. And the new man, the new nature in you is given. When I keep doing this confession of faith, I don't forget about them. There was someone who couldn't grasp this idea well. And this person approached this a pastor and told him, I don't understand what does it mean to be crucified with Jesus. And the preacher told him, follow me to a point I'm going tomorrow, I'll explain to you what does it mean to be crucified with Jesus. He took him to a graveyard and there was someone lying on the coffin who was just dead. The preacher started praising this dead person, saying lots of positive things about him. And the preacher told this man, do you think this dead person would become proud of all the positive things I shared about him? And this man told the preacher, no, of course he's dead, so he won't become proud. Then the preacher started saying lots of negative things about the dead person. He started uh, talking behind his back, saying negative things. And then the preacher asked that man, 
Do you think like I mean he was offended by all the negative things I shared about him? He said no of course he's dead he doesn't hear anything you shared. Preacher said, "This is what I mean when I say we are crucified with Jesus." So I mean, we are like a dead person that either people praise us or they offend us; they won't affect us because we are dead to this world. Yes, so build this habit in myself to keep repeating the fact that Edward you are crucified with Jesus when I feel like getting angry when I remember this fact of being crucified with Jesus it helps me a lot when I don't remember it of course I make mistakes when Lord I remember the fact that I'm crucified with Jesus, I keep telling myself, keep quiet, you crucified with Jesus. You no longer live. Keep quiet. Keep calm. David tells him, oh my soul, keep calm in God's name. And that has helped me a lot. Bogos Arakyal urish tavanan ki anum Filipetit mek kelkhik stan mek hamari mech vor asuma ints hamar kyank Kristosne yev mahasha. Ints hamar kyank Kristosne yev mahasha. Another confession of faith that Paul did it was in Philippians chapter one verse twenty one, which says, "For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain." Sa ints kelkhik tavanan ki. Such a beautiful confession of faith. Please repeat it after me. For me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. And to die is gain. Such a beautiful confession of faith. Do this confession of faith every day. How will your lives look like? Life for you will be very enjoyable. Because you will find life in Jesus. And you will no longer be afraid of death. Death for you will be a gain. It won't be a failure in your life. Why are non-Christians very much? Why even some Christians are very much afraid of death? Why some Christians consider death as something horrible? Because they never confess this fact that death is a gain to us. Եվ 
ինձ համար հեշտ է սրանց ասելը որովհետև ես միտ կսես գծերի մեջ ա կորցում I remember these verses by heart because I keep thinking about them In verse uh, chapter 4 verse 13 Paul says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I can do all things ha yes amen pan karog em anem in zorasnok kristoso I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me Sa shat mes tavananke This is a great confession of faith Yete meke es haskanais tavananki khururte en zamanak iran khegh chut tkar kristonia chi bititesh If someone understands the significance of this confession of faith, he will not feel a very weak Christian. In mod yekan kan yat lav yertasartner? A few good young people approached me one day. Or shat hokevor yertasartner ein? They were very spiritual and good young. Parskastani mech yarke? It was in Iran. Yev asan indi vor yekpar Edward mek chenk imanum inchu enk usahatvel. And these young people asked me the question brother Edward we don't understand why we have become very disappointed and despondent. We don't know why we feel quite sad. We don't know what the reason is for. Yes, Iran shat lav havatatsialneri. They were very good Christians. Yev esti mi hokevor pachar chim tesnum irans mech. I couldn't see any spiritual reason who would cause sadness. Asam hartser anel irantsits. I started questioning them. Amenov surkir kartumek I asked them, "Do you read the Bible daily?" Asan ayu. Their answer was. Amen ragutumek. I asked them whether they pray every day. They said yes. Yekegetsi mich tachakhumek. Do you go to church every week? Vakauchun talisek. Do you share the gospel with others? They said yes. Tasanur talisek. Do you give your tithe to the church? Yes. Asam inch asem vor srank mektev asen voch I was thinking what question can I ask them so that they give a negative answer to me. Desam chem kutnum mepan. But I couldn't find any other question. Shat ints hamar hesht er vor sran mech me megh kutnim asim esa esa zer megh ka esa pachar. Hoping I could point that to a particular scene in their lives so that they can blame them for that. Asam nere uchun es mepan chem kutnum And I told them I'm sorry I can't find any reason. I don't know why you feel quite sad. I don't know the reason. I told them okay let's pray together I'm sure God will talk to you. We prayed together for 3 days nonstop. On the third day God revealed something to me. God revealed it to me that The main cause of sadness in the lives of these young people is one main reason. They they were not leaving they were not committing specific sins in their lives. The main reason that they were feeling sad was that they had forgotten their position in Christ, they had forgotten their victorious in Christ. And that's why they were feeling quite sad and despondent. Moratzelein irans pozitsiyane, pashtonu vor oven Hisusi mech. They had forgotten the position and identity they had in Christ. Yev esik esik takarasrelen irans. And that had weakened them. Yev yepor hishatsink vor menk oven Kristosi mech. And when together we remembered who we are in Christ. Itek kaniat pancharank vor oven Kristosi mech. You know how many points we searched we realized uh, we found that about 65 points about our position in Christ 
I'm the bride of God. I'm a member of the body of Christ. Uh, we, we have a high value. We, we, we have forgotten about who we are in Christ. Because we never confess about We never either think about it. We are not even interested about it. We have forgotten about who we And this won't help us to have victorious lives in Christ. So let's make the confession of faith. Secondly, Corinthian chapter 10 is another confession Verses it says, for the weapons of our uh, warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds. Because we are pulling down strongholds doesn't say God is pulling down the strongholds, but we are pulling them down. Paul had recognized his authority. We pull down strongholds and obstacles. In verse 5 it says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. How powerful this word is. And in verse 6 it says, And being ready to punish all this, all this obedience when your obedience is fulfilled. There are other verses we can read about the confession of faith that Paul did. 
But I'll hold on to the points I mentioned today. All the points I share with you are not points that I have made them up, but they're coming from the word of God. And we have got to follow their examples. And we have got to do the same confession of faith as, as other men do in the Bible. It won't help us to sit down and keep saying that I, I can't do anything, I'm a useless person. The whole world is very dark to me and I have lost all my hope. I'm so confused, I no longer know what to do. I'm carrying all the sorrows of this world. Even Jesus didn't go through the same suffering that I went. Oh to me, such an unfortunate person I am. There is no hope for me. If you keep thinking about these negative things, you will feel worse. Whatever you plant, you will harvest. Whatever you measure, it will be measured for you. We have got to be like maps of God. We have got to speak the word that as and you will see how victorious we are. I want to finish my talk with a Before Paul went to be with Jesus, see what confession he made. As I have fought the good fight. I finished my course. And I held on to my place. And the crown of glory is waiting That God will give it to me. At the time of his death. It's such a great confession of faith. He knew that in a few days' time he would be beheaded. But such a powerful confession of This is how Christian life should be. And this is the treasure that we have to And this is our treasure. We can either live in this world based on the standards of this world or we can live in contrary to that. Now the choice, is, the choice is yours. Which type of life you want to live? If you want us to do a few confessions of faith, you can stand I want a few of you to do short confessions of faith. Positive confessions of faith. Confessions of faith. Confessions of faith Don't forget that Jesus told his disciples, I give you authority over all uh, 
powers of the devil. You know what's the difference between power and authority? If, they, if you see like a big lorry in front of this building, and police is holding his hand the lorry driver has got to stop the lorry. Maybe the driver is quite a uh, hero. Maybe the police looks uh, weaker compared to the driver. driver. Uh, and the lorry might be big enough to uh, even uh, just go over the police's car. Maybe like the appearance of that car is huge. He has got some power in it. But why is the lorry driver, despite that car, is quite afraid of the policeman? Because the policeman has got authority. He is not afraid of the police himself. If you and I go and hold our hands, try to stop cars, no one will stop their cars. They will laugh at us. They might think we are crazy people. But people are afraid of policemen. They are not afraid of the policeman himself, but they are afraid of the authority that is bestowed on the policeman. The enemy is not afraid of us. But because God has given us that authority, and what is inside us is greater than God, is more powerful than what is in this world the The word of God says resist the devil and he will flee away from you the devil will, will flee do we flee away from the enemy or he is fleeing away from me which one is the case? He should be afraid of us. Let's sing this song and remember confession of faith. <speaking in Hebrew> Jesus, 
On Tuesday evenings, we have prayer meetings at the back of this hall uh, at 8 o'clock. We are encouraging those of you who can join us, come and we can pray.